Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Welcome, everyone, to the 404th episode of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Hope everyone had a good Easter... Passover was Eid this weekend? No, no, not yet. When is Eid? Not yet. I don't know. Let me see. Feels I'm not fasting, so I, I I'm not keeping up with it that much. But it looks like uh, April twenty first tentative at least because oh, okay. the, uh, sun position or uh, sorry moon phases. I see. Um. Yeah. So I wanted to give you a really quick update on the closets project that we're looking to undergo uh how much have i told you personally not you you haven't we haven't talked about it offline or off the podcast um so i think the last time we talked i know that you were in the planning stages i can't remember if you had anybody come in and give you like any ideas or and whatnot but um, i see yeah i'd say i'd say minimal minimal um all right cool yeah so i'll I'll talk about that then all right. Um, so Carolyn and I are looking to get some closets done. We have three closets in our home. We have an entry closet, entryway closet, a hallway closet, and a primary bedroom closet. Um, now, the closets are all reach-ins, right? So they're definitely not walk-ins for, for, for those who, you know, need to know the difference a reaching closet essentially whether it's a sliding door or some kind of door you you basically are only reaching it it's not big enough to walk into uh how many how many closets do you have um are we counting linen closets too or just yeah like let's count linen closets, closets. Yeah. Sheesh. yeah okay not? so we got we got the master bedroom which is let the people know how well you're doing master and uh lana's office both have both have like walk-in closets gordon's bedroom and the guest room both have just like the um the swing like you know uh what what are the doors called uh like the folding door closets like the accordion style doors Yeah, yeah yeah um we have a linen closet in the master bathroom and a linen closet in the in the uh the hallway and then there's a coat closet on the first floor so i guess seven I think if, yeah. if I counted that right, seven. Big man on campus, seven closets. Seven closets. Well, you move out. You move out to the suburbs and let me know how many closets you got. Yeah, right. Uh, I'm telling you this: if I ever have the opportunity to, I'm building one of those closets where you like walk in and you can just lay down and take a nap in. Because I got furniture <laughs> for naps. You know, <laughs> I'm so overwhelmed with putting on clothing that I've decided to just take a nap. Just, um, just collapse. Just forget it. Yeah, right. So anyways, we've got three closets. Now, the current setup with each of the closets is they have two uh, two shelves, uh, two like full-width shelves, and uh, a rod. Uh, they're sort of like wooden shelves. They're sort of built in, um, and the rod is underneath the, the second shelf. Now, you can tell that they've been in there a while, but not only that, uh, it doesn't seem like they've been like updated or touched up in any way. And so while they're certainly good from like, yes, this does function at the most basic level. Um, 
uh, for for closet space, it's just not optimized well. Uh, right. We don't have tall ceilings by any stretch of the imagination, but the uh, because there's only two uh, two shelves, there's a lot of space on both walls uh, and the and the sort of the Y height of the room that you know you should be able to just put a ton more stuff that you're currently just not uh, maximizing. And so what we wanted to do, you know, I reached out to a bunch of friends who have had closets done. Some people who bought new, um, you remember my friend Nipun that you met? Yeah. Uh, yeah he, uh, when he got his apartment done, he, um, he got a couple of estimates done. And so I asked him about his estimates. I saw his, uh, I saw his closets when they were finally completed. I asked some other friends about how their work and, and what and what their needs were for their particular closet spaces. And so I got a few names. And the first step was scheduling a consultation. I scheduled a consultation with California Closets. What? The, what happened with them, uh, they sent a young woman over at like, I'm going to say 9.30 in the morning. She comes and measures the closet very accurately, you know, every wall up to the ceiling, all that stuff, anything that's jutting out, so on and so forth. And then she puts all of the measurements into a, like, uh, a customized proprietary CAD software. And very quickly, we have what seems to be a very accurate representation of our closet space. And she's starting to say, all right, tell me about your needs. What are you looking to solve? Uh, And then she's able to just really quickly, you know, drag a shelf in, drag uh, drawers in, uh, duplicate shelves, add rods. It's really quite impressive. And so we're just sitting next to her as we figure out, like, all right, these are our needs for the entryway closet. What are we looking to store in the entryway closet? Our shoes, uh, our winter coats, and all of Oliver's things. And then in the hallway closet, you know, we're looking to store, basically, it's a catch-all, right? It's part, uh, you know, random storage. It's part, like, you know, where we put our vacuum cleaner it's also an extension of the medicine cabinet because uh, we don't have the world's largest medicine cabinet in the bathroom we also don't have a lot of storage in the bathroom to begin with and so yeah. we wanted to make sure that like you know we have a ton of medicine we have a ton of like tools supplies knickknacks uh all that stuff wanted to go into the entryway closet so like you know a ton of shelves a ton of drawers I uh, really wanted to maximize the space. And then with the entryway closet, it was just all of our clothing, uh, all different ways, whether it's hanging clothing, whether it's, you know, long full length dresses and outfits that Carolyn has, or it's, um, what's it called? You know, suits that I have. Essentially just making sure that whatever we need is easily and readily accessible, right? And so right. she was able to do that within about, I'm gonna say two hours. And then she gets us an estimate and it, for, I guess for, you know, I'll tell everyone, the estimate was $10,000. Okay. $10,000 for three closets. Not ideal, but 
we were prepared to spend that amount, but we weren't looking to spend that amount. You know what I mean? It's right. like, yeah, I can, I can, you know, it's like get, you know, get for any project. Uh, yeah. I'm willing to spend up to this much. I'm not looking to spend up to that much. And that also included, you know, they were going to knock down or, or remove the existing uh, shells and rods and remove all that stuff off premises. And, and so that was, you know, their initial quote. And then we went to the container store. Uh, oh, what was interesting with the, the last thing I'll say is what was interesting about the uh, California closets is there's no tax on the project because it's considered a capital improvement and uh-huh. so they weren't going to charge us any sales tax i didn't know that that's how it worked uh yeah. i was like oh interesting uh I'll, I'll take it i'm not i'm not complaining but uh when we went to the container store no such thing existed because we were sort of buying you know pieces uh that it doesn't count as a capital improvement and so you know it's, it's a little bit different there but you know, sort of the, the natural segue being we reached out to, Calif- uh, to con- the container store uh, because we have had good experiences in previous rentals where we used uh, the Alpha system. And what was nice about the Alpha system was how modular it was, how you could size up and down based on need. And yeah, it was great. Uh, and so what we ended up doing was we scheduled uh, someone from the container store to come through. And then what they did was they also came in and measured everything. And then on Saturday at around noon, we went in and they uh, they were basically like asking us all these questions. What are you looking to do? So we gave them the same answers. And it's like, all right, give us about 20 minutes. We'll... Uh, We'll, we'll, we'll mock up some stuff and then we'll, we'll see how you feel and we'll, we'll change things as necessary. And so, you know, we were just walking around the store and then when it was time to, to review, we made some changes that we, we felt like we wanted to do. And next thing you know, we have an estimate. And the estimate here was, I think around originally like seven, eight grand. But then what was fun was, uh, there was a limited time, like 20% off promotion they were doing for like custom design spaces. You get 20% off. And so, you know, we, we got a tremendous amount off that way with, you know, 20% it is nothing to laugh at at, these, at this price point, right? And so it comes yeah, in at around anything. seven. Sorry? I said, yeah, no, literally anything. Anything off would be great. Right. Yeah, I'll, I'll take anything. And so... Uh, it was it was really nice to to you know uh, get that lower price point, and now uh, I am working with our building. I already sent them a note to be like, hey, uh, this is the project. These are our, the blueprints. They're not looking like we're not working with electrical. We're not redoing any electrical work. We're not knocking down walls. Uh, what do you think? Can we can we proceed forward? Do we have approval? Because our co-op board has pretty strict rules on what projects they are willing to okay, and you know if if it is a larger effort, then you need to create what's called a decorating agreement like worksheet, 
and there's like a $250 processing fee. You got to print it out in triplicate. You got to run it down to their office and then they have to approve it. And then once they approve it, you have to schedule the time uh, so that, you know, there's not too many different um, like workers or like, uh, yeah, I guess working crews in there. And so it's just, yeah. it's more work than you, than you really be looking for. But thankfully, we uh, were able to avoid a lot of that. And so I am going to have to just send a quick email to be like, hey, you know, based on the uh, approval that we received, how quickly can we get this stuff to, to come through? And hopefully we can get this all done before April is through. Because that would be massive. Yeah, we would be no, able that's to have awesome, all, dude. Yeah, all three closets done. And this is just continuing the, like, getting um, getting the house, like, you know, continuing to furnish the house. Uh, because, you know, when we bought the place, you know, the wedding was shortly after it. And so there wasn't really too much either time or energy or capability for us to, like, really focus on it. And so it was only a slightly crazy 2022 for you, wasn't it? Slightly crazy 2022. Slightly. And so we, uh, you know, we recently bought these two, uh, what's it called? Stools, kitchen stools to go mm-hmm. next to the, uh, the, the peninsula that we have. And it already starts to feel, and, and in a funny way, it already starts to feel like it's our home now and not like, you know, we're just still trying to make it work based on the previous owners and what they had going on. I see. And, and I see. So, yeah. 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 The, uh, the closets are, are hopefully I'll be able to tell you and maybe show you some photos uh, in a little bit uh, once once that all gets sort of uh, comes in. And then I'll, uh, I think what we'll, you know, what we want to focus on next is uh, getting an entryway bench in, getting some oh, really nice, nice, nice rugs in. Uh, I think that's really, uh, that'll... That'll put us in a in a, in a in a great spot, I'll say. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. Yeah, so we're uh, we're slowly, you know, we're slowly putting stuff together. Carolyn and I are also trying to, uh, we'll say, practice what it's like to save up money for uh, potential, like you know, childcare, and what that means in the city. Oh boy! And uh, yeah, Ooh, oh yeah, no, it's, it's, oh, it's no joke. It's no joke. I <laughs> don't like you, the numbers. Let, let me tell you here. what: when, when you are in the process of uh, of like really strong considering, you don't even have to be. She doesn't have to be present yet, especially like in the city. You might you you might legitimately have to start looking for daycare before that period, depending on the amount of time that you think you can get by without daycare, because, um. Some locations, like some cities, some places, it's really, really, really difficult to get your kids into a daycare. And the wait lists are just so enormously long that it could be like a year that you have to wait before there's ever a spot for your kid. So, like, find places that you like and get on that wait list. Um, Okay. You know, worst case scenario, there's not worst case scenario, right? Best case scenario, I guess, so to speak there's a spot before you're ready and you could just defer and I believe you still stay like at the top and it just like continues to roll until you're ready for it. So, yeah, I don't know what the rule is. Like, can you, uh, can you explore this stuff without a kid? Like, or do you have to have a kid before you can go like to these places? 
no, you can absolutely go to these places before you have a kid. Um, yeah, I mean, it was all it all caught me off guard. I remember the first time Lane. I know this is a little bit of an aside, but the first time Lane and I went to see to visit a daycare center, it was um, I was still in grad school. It was um, the University of Delaware run child care center. It was like the early I think it was like early learning centers, what it was called the ELC. Uh-huh. And it was run by, it was apparently one of the better daycares um, in the area. It was run partially by University of Delaware students who were in like early childhood development, um, like majors, I think. I I, I don't, don't completely quote me on this. This is pretty good deed, so it doesn't necessarily matter either, does it? Um, But we, we toured it and I want to say Lena at the time was like, five months pregnant i don't know i can't remember exactly how long how far along she was but i remember they told us that the wait list was something like six to nine months or whatever it was oh and I was my like, god wait, what? really because like you know it was like what if you need because like most daycares i think the earliest that they'll take a kid is like six weeks not all like some might take them earlier than that but i think in general six weeks is is kind of like the earlier the earliest date that you'll see for a lot of places and uh-huh. i remember like yeah what if you need like what if you didn't know? What if you didn't know that? You right. Need, you know, like yeah, you need daycare ASAP, and um, yeah, like you just weren't prepared for it. Like you just had no clue. And it, it's especially difficult too. Like, if how do you just get on a wait list to like six different daycares and you take whatever spot opens up for you? Like, do you have a list? You know, it's to, to, so many different questions, so many different ways to approach it. But yeah, without knowing that, like you could just really be sore out of luck and ending up going into a daycare that, or selecting a daycare center that doesn't really work for you just because there's an availability for you. You know, that's, uh, that's good to know. I haven't really thought about that yet. We've just started thinking about like, how should we try to save now to start to build in what it would look like if we needed uh, to have like daycare costs, you know, and how does that affect our uh, monthly carry, we'll say. Um, yeah. And so, you know, just like uh, early, early goings, uh, but just starting to like think about and being proactive about like, all right, how much does it cost in the neighborhood? We haven't gone, you know, to your point, to what you've been sharing haven't gotten as proactive as say, oh, let's like uh, go and visit places. We haven't gotten that far yet, but yeah, you know, that, that's certainly a really, really good piece of advice that you can go early. I certainly didn't know that. I'm sure Carolyn must, may, may know that, but I certainly didn't know that. Yeah, there was, um, I think it was a, a daily episode maybe the other day about this, this uh, specific topic. It really it also depends on the city. I mean, obviously you're in New York City, so I feel like the, the wait list there, especially at some of the more desirable daycare centers, is going to be pretty long. Um, so yeah, good to at least look into it and and figure that out early enough. But again, I also don't know your situation. Like you know, are you gonna how much support will you have? Are you gonna you know, are grandparents gonna be in the picture to help for for an extended period of time? Like Lane and I, you know, Gordon was, um, you know, he was six months i think when the seven seven months when the when the uh, covid lockdown started to happen and we had we had already arranged to have grandma around for like a year uh, up until like, up until his one year birthday and it you know the with us all being home then together just made it a lot easier too so 
um i don't know yeah if you if you have grandparent support that's going to be that'll be clutch yeah so we'll, we're going to figure all that stuff out um so i uh, you know obviously a little too early but you know also from a planning perspective you know how early is early when when it comes to like like you said really competitive spots that everyone wants to get to if it means yeah. being early then but you know gotta gotta do what you gotta do yeah um do you mind me asking how much daycare is by you it definitely depends on the place um and it, it also depends on the age of your kid so the daycare costs for older kids gets cheaper um so like the most expensive is infants and newborns yeah and i want to say you're I want to say you're probably looking somewhere around like fifteen hundred dollars, fifteen hundred dollars a month, um, at that age range. It's plus or minus; it just depends on the quality of the location that you go with. I see. Yeah. Okay. Boy, that is that's something I'll say. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, you want? Will you want yeah. to hear the uh, the cost up here for infant daycare? Tell me. 35 are you serious yeah our friends paid <laughs> yeah, that the... uh two or three years ago so i can only imagine it's gone up that's insane yeah um, my friends and i were talking about how if you had kids in the city like what amount of take home would you need to even be able to say that you were competently saving like a tangible amount you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. it's one thing to say that, you know, you, 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 you rent or you own in the city and then to have a kid and then have to pay for or want to pay for or, you know, you may need to pay for some sort of childcare situation. And if you just don't have it, uh, not, not, not if you don't have it, it's just like, you know, how much is it going to cost you to do everything all at once? It's uh, yeah your take home is like obscene what is required nowadays. Yeah. I mean, at some, at, at, yeah, exactly. Like at that point it's like, Oh, does it make sense to continue working? Right. You know? Yeah. Those are some and pretty serious questions you got to ask yourself. Be, because it's like, they're yeah, they're, he- they're very heavy things that need to be weighed, right? There's the progression of your career. So, you know, you're slowing down your career by stopping, by stopping to work, stopping working by stop work. If you stop working, Yep. to take care of your child um but at the same time you also know that your kid is getting the exact type of care that you want um yeah. you don't have to worry about what's happening to your kid at school lately the way the way that gordon plays with some of the other kids at school like he apparently they were quote wrestling on the uh, the playground the other day and gordon had like moved and brushed his face against there's like a stone faced wall like Ooh. um like brick brick walls and he brushed his face against it and it cut his cheek and his chin and he's got like you know it was scabbed over and then of course he peels it and now he's got like you know you could still see it on his face and i hope it doesn't like scar badly or anything like that but it's certainly still visible visible and that was like three four weeks ago at this point yeah um and you know not to say like accidents don't happen at home but you can just provide your kid with the exact type of care that you want and yeah. you can't get that at daycare like it's a it's a <laughs> i sent you a clip from uh, a billboard clip the other day i did i saw that he was talking 
Yeah, and he's talking about how like parents back in the day, like in his day, and this is our day as well. Parents would just be like, "All right, go outside," and yeah. uh, you know, you could leave the house for hours and hours. And your parents would honestly like if if someone were to come to the door and say, "Hey, where's Reza?" Um, my mom would be like, "Oh, he's outside somewhere, right?" Like if I wasn't right out outside, and I, I'd be like, "Hey, right. walk walking over to like the school or whatever." And um, I cannot imagine letting Gordon do that. Obviously, he's not he's not that age, but I just can't imagine letting Gordon do some of the things that I was doing, even at his age or at that same, at that comparable age of like three and a half. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's very different. It's a different time. It is. I don't know why. I don't know why we feel that way though. Like, what is it about the way that? Is it just like the way that we take in news, the way stuff hits us? Like, I I'm think not so. necessarily. I don't, I don't, I don't, it's not like an active thought of like, oh my God, he might get kidnapped or anything like that. Again, he's not like of age where he should be able to do the, like where he's going outside the house by himself. Right. But like, right. I don't know. It's just, it's very interesting to think about. I think we're also older now. So we're taking in news in a different, like with a different mindset as well. Right. Yeah. But like our parents are watching the news too, but they didn't they're not necessarily thinking they, they weren't thinking that at least to a degree where it necessarily like completely changed the way they, they thought about doing things. I will say like there was the whole like, Oh, people are slipping drugs into Halloween ah, candy. Jesus. And yeah. Yeah. Doesn't yeah, that seem I remember, so juvenile nowadays to be like, Oh, razor blades in your <laughs> Halloween candy. It's like, that's what we were worried about. I remember reading, it was like a post on Reddit. I don't know how long ago, but, a while ago probably before i had gordon and someone was like yeah because that's what people do they just give away drugs to kids because that's a, that's you know like they're they're not giving good drugs to kids they're using it themselves right. drugs aren't cheap i know nowadays you'd be like what do you mean you're giving away drugs what am i yeah. made the money <laughs> yeah i also feel like do you, do you feel like the world is a more dangerous place now than it was when we were kids I just do you think, think we're so aware of more things? I think we're just hyper aware of so much right now. I feel like with like social media, with 24 yeah. hour news cycles, I'm on Reddit all the time. Like you just, you're constantly hit with these different stories right. and maybe that's part of it. But again, like when I'm thinking about it, it's not even necessarily an active, um, it's not like an active, I'm so, f- I'm afraid of, what could happen i don't know it's just it's 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 really weird like i don't feel like it's an active thought of i'm afraid of what could happen because the world is the way it is Mm -hmm. it's more of a i'm a it's just more like i just can't the thought of him not like me not knowing where he is or him not being within my my sight line is strange yeah, it's also different because I feel like when we were younger and you're reading the news, the context and the impact is a little bit different than when you're a parent of a young child, right? Yeah. Like you're you're worried yeah. about you're worried for them. You're worried about yourself. You're worried for them. There's a lot more things happening. Yeah. And also, like you said, you know, with social media and with 24-hour news cycle, the ability and opportunity to doom scroll is like always at your fingertips and so if you you know what i mean like you want to you want to feel bad oh we can make you feel bad you want to feel good we can make you feel good 
it's like what what kind of what kind of relationship to the world do you want right now uh yeah and so there was i don't know if have you ever seen wendover production youtube videos i think i have yeah he would often do videos on like the logistics of like flying and stuff like that but he's um like he recently did a video relating to um related to the news and it was specifically um he was specifically looking into i guess it was the negative bias of news mm. in the u.s okay. and how we are just like constantly inundated with inundated with articles about like just like you said doom like like the doom of the world it's constantly upon us and he he brought up um he he mentioned how it was difficult to kind of normalize or standardize because not every country has the same news like you know stories that need to be covered but during the COVID 19 pandemic most news stations across the world were covering COVID, and in the u.s so i think of the world average like the negative bias like the the negative terms i can't remember exactly how they measure negativity but across the world the average was something like 40 percent negative in the u.s it was like 80 to 90 percent it's like constantly you're gonna die like you know yeah and so you remember when um, ebola was something and they were like yeah. you're gonna die and it's like yeah what yep i remember that and that's honestly like i feel like that's partially the that's partially why some people don't don't necessarily take things seriously when they should be taking things seriously because how many times do you hear like hurricanes are coming through right and yeah. everyone's projecting like okay you know it's gonna it's gonna hit it's gonna cause this much damage and blah blah, blah and then it ends up hitting and like maybe a few people lose power but that's not but that's it and then eventually people kind of just like become sour to it they just kind of like just in in one year out the other they don't really pay yep. much much attention to it and then when that next like real big heavy storm hits they're not ready for it and it's like oh last second oh can we get evacuated or can you guys save me because i didn't evacuate and i lost my house you know that was me with hurricane sandy yeah <laughs> yeah because irene was the year before and Irene yeah. was supposed to be like this god awful thing. And so they yeah. like shut everything down. We hunkered down. We bought all of these supplies. And mm -hmm. then when it happened, we were like, oh, like I remember just like sort of just being in the streets, just being like, oh, nothing is like nothing is what they said it was going to be. So why, why are we taking this seriously? And I remember Earl right. being like, hey, no, we should take this seriously when Sandy rolled around. And I was like, I'm not going to do that, dude. <laughs> and thankfully, he convinced me to leave because our place flooded. Uh, yeah. Most of lower you Manhattan. Guys couldn't get a hot, you guys couldn't get a hot shower for a while too, right? Like a month. A month, jeez, yeah. Yeah. Like, weren't were you were you going to Equinox back then? Were you going to there to the to shower there? I can't remember. No. So what we ended up doing was we stayed at a friend's apartment for like three weeks. Okay. Um, but then not only that, we would we used a water kettle and we would boil water wow. and we had a big ass bucket. And so we would just mix wow. hot and cold water and you just like take baths. Wow. Yeah. At least that's what I did because I didn't pay for a gym membership at the time. Uh, and so that's, that's certainly what I did. Um, right. But, you know, to your point about like, oh, you're doom scrolling all the time. You don't know what to 
what is serious, what isn't serious. Am I supposed to, you know, do this, that, the other? And I was definitely one of those people that was like, no, I'm not doing any of this. Uh, and yeah. so, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, that just, uh, you know, long story short, you know, coming back to, you know, closets are getting done, we're getting the place better, and then we're, we're starting to play around with, uh, like, some more future planning stuff, so. Yeah. That's probably the reason why I haven't built a PC, Reza. <laughs> Well, there's still there's still really no need for it. Yeah, right. <laughs> till uh, till the day where you're like where you decide, hey, I'm done console gaming. I'm gonna do all my gaming inside the uh, in the office, and I don't need a TV. Or sorry, not, not I don't need a TV. I don't need a console like attached to the TV. And I wanna and I specifically want to use mouse and keyboard. Then, then it makes sense to get a PC. But honestly, man, like as exciting as as the idea is. Because everything is cross-platform, it doesn't even matter anymore. Yeah. Yeah, no, and like the, the games that I want, uh, I can get on this platform yeah. of the Xbox if I wanted to. So it's like, it's... Yeah. And you you could connect a, a mouse and keyboard to the Xbox too. Like if there was a strategy game that you wanted to play, like you could you could realistically connect your a mouse and keyboard to it and, and play. Oh, there you go. Yeah, oh, like, you got me I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I love, I love, I love gaming on my PC. I like the, I like the technological aspect of it, like the, you know, the techie portion of it. Yep. But at the same time, like I'm, I probably would be just as happy with an Xbox and 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 nothing more, or you know, Xbox and a PlayStation, nothing more. Yeah, no, it has been nice, though, that, like, I'll play on something, you play on something. There are different things, so we can still play the same thing. That's been, that's been yeah. nice. Yeah. The other thing that really made the, the transition a little bit easier was it was during the time where, like, most of us kind of stopped playing, like, gaming the way we used to. And, and while I think you and I both still played a fair bit at that point in time, we really found ourselves on different schedules. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's a big, that I mean, that's a massive a part of, of it. Friends. Yeah, like, so all the times that I was gaming, it was just kind of me doing my own thing. Yeah. And even most recently, like, there'll be something where you and I are just on talking and using it yeah. as an opportunity to catch up. But you may be yep. doing your thing, I'm doing my thing, and we're, you know, we're both able to turn our brains off for a little bit. Um, right. But we're both able to maximize the time and do what we want to do during, this, during the, the little bit of a little bit of time that you have where you can turn your brain off. Yep. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I wanted to mostly just share the closet update. I hopefully, very, very soon, uh, I was going to, I have to write an email to my, uh, to the super to sort of schedule this stuff before I place the order with Container Store. But hopefully I'll yeah. be able to tell you something within the next, you know, two to three weeks. Yeah, that's really exciting. Yeah, I'll send you. Uh, I'll send you photos, um, and all yeah, that stuff when, good. I, when it comes through. But uh, is there anything else you wanted to bring up? No, nah, not really. No. All right, well, then let's get out of here. All right. Well, I'm Reza. I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see everyone next week.